Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're recapping the penultimate episode of season two, and this is just the perfect successor to Succession. It's Sandwich Day! Hooray! In this episode, the 30 Rock gang erupts in pure glee as the yearly Teamster subs arrive in their lives once more. Liz crafts the perfect one-who-got-away reunion with Floyd before back to reality. Oop, she's all sweaty, and Floyd says he's gottily flees back to the cleave. <laughs> now, everyone, raise your glasses of hill people, Mel, because we've got an episode to recap and a drinking contest to win. Cheers! What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers! We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shark week. There. Okay. The craziest thing happened this morning. I was home on my treadmill and the phone rings and you will not believe who it was. Liz, it's uh, Floyd. Oh my God, Floyd called? You were using your treadmill? Yes, and yes, Pete, I use it every day. What did Floyd want? He's in town. He was only supposed to be here for a day, but there's some big storm coming, and his flight on Jet Fun got canceled. Jet Fun? Is that the one with the foot baths? Oh, no, that's Airbike. They also have in-flight pornos and NBC News. Jet Fun's the one that hands out fresh popcorn. Listen to me! Floyd wants to know if he can crash at my apartment. So? What's the big deal? I haven't seen Floyd since he left for Cleveland. The last time I tried to get in touch with him, some Rust Belt tramp answered the phone, and now he's here, and I don't know what crash means. I just don't want to embarrass myself. I want to be top dog for once instead of just dog. Then you need to make him regret ever leaving. You need to pretend you're doing great. I am doing great. So this is one of my absolute favorite all-time episodes. Really? Yeah. I think it's because I love the idea of having that perfect moment where everyone just views you as like, this bitch has got her shit together and she's nailing it. Maybe it's because I'm manipulative. It's probably because I'm manipulative. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. I like this episode a lot, but I don't know if I would put it on my top 10 list. I would put it top 10, for sure. Also, when he said Hillary won, that really spoke to me. (laughs) Have we had an episode already that doesn't have a cold open, where this just starts with the music? It's very disconcerting. Mm -hmm. I like, we start this so cold, my muscles have not warmed up, my my diaphragm has not been full of laughter. (laughs) You have a diaphragm? (laughs) Yeah, it's the uh, organ that's below your lungs and also my contraceptive. I, I hit the start over button like three times. Like, did I miss the cold open again? I like, know. Am I, am I totally lost in the pandemic and I don't know what's happening at the beginning of the episode? I'm like, no. The answer did to I... both of those is yes. <laughs> 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 it was a really fast moving episode, even without a cold open. It was like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps because. Of- well, we open up and Jack is in the hospital reading to the comatose Don Geis, trying to get happens. him to wake up. Nice Do we know what he was reading to him? book about uh, capitalism yes jack is reading the protestant ethic and the spirit of capitalism <laughs> so <laughs> he tried to hillary clinton as president just trying to scare him awake didn't work it's like i need you to wake up sir your son-in-law has taken over the company he installed your daughter as a ceo don't get me wrong she's a wonderful girl <laughs> i mean first of all i don't love when old white men call women of a certain age girls it just, like, kind of bums me out. She's a childlike person who adores unicorns and mighty Marky Mark. She's trying to push a door that you need to turn a handle and open. Then she runs away and slams her body into it. She sounds like a perfectly functioning woman. I got to tell you, this actress is amazing. I wish I thought of her name. But 
She really has been amazing on three separate Law & Order episodes, and I just am <laughs> I will say, so in case you're new here, Julie spent the entirety of the pandemic. And by that what I entirety? Mean, um, the first month. <laughs> the first month watching all of SVU. By the way, Stabler, April 1st. Get ready, people. Hold April on April your... 1st, people. This basement's going to be flooded. What if this is all like an elaborate April Fool's prank? And he's He like, shaved his beard in real life. They did a people interview. <laughs> he's coming. Stabler. Although, in one of the interviews I read, I think it was for Vulture, he was like, yeah, I'm shirtless right now. I think it's important. Say that I'm nude. You'll get more clicks. And I was like, you did. because that He's was awesome on Twitter. He's so funny. I love oh, Christopher my God. I love you. I started rewatching Oz because I wanted to experience again. Yeah, yeah. So much Nikki. Also, so much death and violence. Hey, episode one, you get a squastica cut into your brain and you get sodomized. Hey. Yeah, so then I was out. No, you have to keep going until I went. No, I needed something tamer. So I started watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's when I put on an episode of New Girl and wait for somebody to yell parkour and for me to feel better. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) My parkour is Sandwich Day. Honestly, it is such a great fucking episode. So <laughs> he's ta- still talking to guys. He's like, I'm stripped of my responsibilities and ostracized. This morning, I had to cut my own cantaloupe. They're moving me from the 52nd floor down to my new office on 12. 12. <laughs> now we're going to see Which, 12 later, and he's right to be this upset. Yeah, it very much has the vibes of the fourth floor of the Pawnee City Hall, where like the divorce court happens and drug uh-huh. testing, and it's just a nightmare. I feel like it looks like the episode of The Walking Dead that I watched. I only watched one, and they're like in a crazy, insane asylum, it looks like. You'll have to be more specific. That's every single. So now episode. we flash to the writer's room, and someone's saying, Makashenkovic was there. And a woman says, uh, Who? Before we started recording, I had my legs in the air because I'm trying to increase circulation. And Julie compared my super pale gams to the stunning physique of Marcus Schenkenberg, which, unfair, yes. Arousing, also, yes. Please continue, Julie. Uh, Liz is talking. She's like, the craziest thing happened this morning. I was home on my treadmill and the phone bill, phone rings and you'll never guess who it was. So there are it's- questions as to whether or not she uses her uh, treadmill and if that's a thing that happens, specifically from uh, Pete. She's like, yeah, every day. And we cut to Liz super slow walking with like, it's either a jello or a pudding it's like cup a parfait with, like, cup. Parfait mm-hmm. cup. Oh, those were good back in the day. Mm-hmm. As she's on the layers. slowest possible <laughs> setting, just ambling about. It Ooh. reminds me of how you used to say that you would watch you would watch like the biggest loser or something where they're doing frenetic exercise and eat ice cream. <laughs> doing oh it. no. I love to watch the biggest loser and survivor while people are starving and eat a lot. It makes me really happy. It makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna asks, What what's Floyd doing? What's he doing in town? He's only here. Again. Floyd was her ex-boyfriend, Jason Sudeikis. I just like to keep track. He moved to Cleveland. He invited her to go with. She went and visited. She's like a Cleveland 10 and a New York 7 or whatever. But she knew she couldn't leave New York. So, And they, their relationship was strained after he'd been gone for a day and a half. So please don't move your whole life to Cleveland for Floyd, who can't even like listen to you FaceTime for five seconds. They right? never would have made it through the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, the, there was like some sort of like buffering that was happening. And it's like, you're breaking up. She's like, you're breaking up with me? So he was supposed to be here for a day, but there's some big storm coming, and his flight on JetFun got canceled. Which one's JetFun? It's not the one with the footpaths. That's <laughs> Airbike. They also have in-flight pornos and NBC News. Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen someone watching pornography on a plane? No. Have you? Every time I go, every time I go on a plane, everyone Is it else you? on the plane sees Is it you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on that. That was masterfully crafted. 
That was a race to the finish line for the joke. Julie couldn't let me win. She always, I mean, <laughs> I will say you are one of the most competitive people I know. Only because I win a lot. I mean, if you're not playing, <laughs> you're not winning. People are always like, this isn't a race. I'm like, obviously you're in last place then, don't you? I'm fucking competing. Uh, so Jet Fun hands out the popcorn um, and then they close down, but they still have popcorn. So that's cool. So Floyd wants to know if he can crash at her apartment. And they're like, what's the big deal? And she's like, I haven't seen Floyd since he left for Cleveland. Last time I tried to get in touch with him, some Rust Belt tramp answered the phone. And now he's here and I don't know what crash means. I just don't want to embarrass myself. I want to be so top if, dog instead of just instead dog. Of just dog. <laughs> well, Jenna suggests that she makes him regret ever leaving. And she, they said, you, you need to pretend you're doing great. And she's like, I am doing great. And both Pete and Jenna are like, oh. <laughs> oh, sweetie baby. <laughs> if this is what you think doing great is, it's not good. Uh, but she's like, for once in my life, I'm not going to be Jan Brady. She's going to be fucking Marsha. Marsha, 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 damn it. And then she revisits the classic Marsha getting hit in the head with the football situation. It's like, my nose. Someone's like, my bad. She's like, see, it's starting already. Look out, Floyd. There's a new Liz. <laughs> oh, sandwich day. I like how you were even reenacting the sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing coke. I'm trying to make it be real, Nick. It feels sandwich real. Day. So Frank breaks the fourth wall, but he's talking to some guy we've never seen before. And he's like, what's that? You've never heard of sandwich day? His hat says spelling expert, spelled E-X-P-I-R-T. Hilarious. Awesome. It very much feels like, you know how there's that one episode where Jack sees everything in money and Kenneth sees everything in Muppets? I turned into like, when he had that tone, I was transported to Claymation, holiday movie, where it's just like, you haven't heard the wonderful news? Santa's coming to town and he's bringing sandwiches. So once a year, the Teamsters go to an Italian <laughs> shop in Brooklyn. I'm I going with I you. See your eye. No, no, I love when I can see your eyes. It's like, okay, 10, 9, eight. okay, spin. Anyway. <laughs> So once a year, the Teamsters go to an Italian sandwich shop in Brooklyn. No one knows what it's called or where it is. It's a Teamster secret. But they buy us these sandwiches. Oh, such oh, sandwiches. Oh, such sandwiches. And the dipping sauces. Oh, joy. God bless us, everyone. That dipping sauce does look good when she's at the it airport. It looks fucking phenomenal. That, like, sort of jus, it looks like a jus. Yeah, it does look like a jus. A new jus. So Jack enters his <laughs> office that is now Kathy Geit's office. And he's admiring her redecorating. She's got mostly unicorns and hot Marky Mark posters. <laughs> Very much looks like my room growing up. Uh, <laughs> except instead of Marky Mark posters, it was Spice Girls. And I was like, oh my God, they are so sexually attractive to me. <laughs> you and Jonathan, probably. Obviously. Yeah, we both have the same nose. So Jack turns evil and he's like, well, I wish you were the best with this office, Kathy. By the way, you know who hates unicorns? Mark Wahlberg. And then we he also kills people, but you know, <laughs> that seems oh, to be forgivable. Oh, God, he did, yeah. Um, then we pan to Jonathan, who is so verklempt, and is like, Kathy Geis' office, please hold. Hold on for one more day. Mr. Donaghy, you're not really going down to 12, are you? I have to. Of course it's humiliating. Banks is trying to shame me into leaving. Where else am I going to go? I've been sleeping with the Cindy Crawford of corporations for the last 22 years. What am I supposed to do? Just lie down with some skank like 3M? First of all, 3M is amazing. Those hooks, hangers have revolutionized the picture industry. And we learned from Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, they invented post-its. 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 <laughs> post-its. Oh, Ramon. 
Ooh, moon. We should do that for movie. Halloween. We should all be. You can be Romy. Emma can be Michelle. I'll be the back brace. <laughs> <laughs> With these bangs, I might be Alan Cummings, but we'll work on it. Ooh, moon. <laughs> so. In Washington, I always forget that like the Bush administration is still live and real, and we thought that was the worst thing that could ever happen to us. Because I like, mean, I am trapped in a YouTube hole of the old episodes of The View where they are screaming about the war. Like I forgot all about that. Yeah, Rosie I showed in America, and that's why everyone's like, "Oh my God, George Bush, he paints dogs." It's like, <laughs> "Fuck you, war criminal." <laughs> He's like, "Bush has it gotten that bad?" He's like, "Good God, I'd rather work for an American car company than jump on that sinking ship." Now, I need the pause. We did a Would You Rather earlier about a rewind or a pause. I need a pause in time. Mm-hmm. It was on our uh, companion podcast, Takes All Over the Place. Check it when out. Jonathan holds up his thing and says, I made this for you, and Jack says, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> 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 Fucking magic. This now, is probably the best Jonathan moment uh, ever. I, of course, zeroed in on the poster. There's only pictures <laughs> of Jack, but not of them together. And it says, friends forever with a four. Goodbye is too hard. Tale of two pals. Brilliant. Farewell. Brilliant superstar executive friend. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But the look on Alec Baldwin's face when he pushes the poster down and says, no, no, you didn't. Like it didn't exist. We didn't see it. We're not going to pretend this didn't happen. I die. That is one of the top five moments ever on the show. I wonder if you, like, at the end of this podcast, once we finish season seven, if you can count the amount of times we said top five, and it's going to be, like, 47 things. I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, Jonathan starts singing, I will remember you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and he does his own doobie-doo. <laughs> Don't let your life pass you mine. I can't even reveal what Jack's face looks like. It's not disgust. It's not. It's just like, okay, I got to go. Yeah. I mean, he's very just like casually LGBTQ friendly. Like he doesn't care what your creed or sexual orientation is. He's going to get the better of you in business. So Jack hops on the elevator and hits 12. Liz gets on the elevator. She's like, I got a company-wide email from the new CEO. And it was just <laughs> a link to cats wearing bow ties. Is everything okay? <laughs> Damn you, Kathy. He says, everything's great. He's like, I'm really Chuck. I'm really crushing it. <laughs> She's like, why are you going to 12? He's like, 12? Did I hit 12? I wanted a 40, 12, which is 52, <laughs> where I work. <laughs> that is some quick math. And then he says, business. And he, he <laughs> So Sandwich Day is coming to a close. Everyone's completed their sandwiches except for Lutz. We're back in the writer's room, obviously. And Lutz is still eating. And everyone's like, you fucking jag. You're savoring it. You think you're better than us? <laughs> and he evidently had had gastric bypass surgery or some sort of surgery in intestines and has to eat slowly or his insides might explode. So they all reach for him like walkers in the walking dead universe would reach for a live person. And he (laughs) swallows it whole like an anaconda just unhinges his jaw. And he's like, it's like knives. I love other people's pain, especially when it's sluts. (laughs) So then they're like, look, Liz's sandwich is still on her desk. Frank's like taking Liz's food is not good. Flashback to Liz doing a Teresa Judice from Real Housewives of New Jersey moments. Where's my mac and cheese? And she flips the <laughs> table. Flips the table. Yeah. Okay. Which I feel like is an appropriate response. Obviously. Did you know that Tracy Jordan's ancestor, Thomas Jefferson, originally brought mac and cheese to the Americas? 
I did, I did not know that. Is that a fact? Or at least he popularized it, yeah. <laughs> what a great story. I know things. <laughs> Business. <laughs> Business. Well, as far as Liz Lowe's, her sandwich never came. They're like, uh, Liz? So Liz is on set now. She's wearing I love a this one so much. Beautiful I'm such a red dress. She's got a blowout. Twinkly uh, lights behind her. Pete's ad lighting and a little wind. It's like a model <laughs> shoot. I'm like, <laughs> but isn't that what you want to look like when your ex shows up? Just like all dolled up and gorge. Uh, the amount of times that I've envisioned having moments with ex-boyfriends, boyfriends I didn't even have. So I imagined us being together and then us breaking up and then me having this moment. Numerable. Are you wearing the red dress? So there's a Sugar Babe song called Red Dress. If you haven't heard it yet, it's such a bop. Listen now. And so are you wearing the red dress? <laughs> I would wear the red dress, yeah. 100%. I'm saying when Have you seen these legs? Do you want to see them again? Do you want to make fun of how white they are? Your ex shows up. What outfit are you in? Some floral button-down shirt and some nice-fitting pants or what? I'm nude. <laughs> well, Floyd is floored, though. He's like, wow, you look great. She's like, do I? <laughs> Pretty tired from playing as hard as I work, which I've never uh, said, but I would like to work into conversation at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love when Pete is on the controls and he's like super technical, like, okay, bring up 23, the lights dim a little bit and we're sparkly. Now give me some air. And she goes full on, who run the world, girls? Who run the world, girls? Now we're in the full midst of the meet cute meet and a rom-com. She's like, my key. He's like, thank oh, you. I know. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. And I love how she does that, like, Julia Roberts laugh where she's just like, ha, ha, ha. So he's so excited he wants to buy her dinner. He's oh, wait, like, wait, yeah, yeah, hit, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Hit that barbecue place you puked at. You'll have to, You'll be, have to be more specific. Ha, <laughs> 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 Still child. Well, see you back at your place. Floyd leaves. And then. And I'm saying I to myself, be- I like Jason Sudeikis better after watching Ted lasso but then by the end of the episode i fucking hate him again (laughs) yeah well and i do like (laughs) tina fey is like ridiculously gorgeous and i know we disagreed on this before julie but she is stunning and then she always has to poke fun of herself when she immediately goes someone get me out of this dress and sort of keels over or she's like no i'm still relatable women's clothing is uncomfortable so she walks to the writer's office and she's like wow she notices everybody's working hard for once and then I think it's a lamp that comes flying out of her office and smashes. <laughs> She's like, where's my sandwich? They turn on each other faster than Milf Island. And suddenly they're just like, let's maybe do it. No, it's Frank. It was Jordan. Who the fuck is Jordan? We don't know and we don't care. And Kenneth is like, stop it. But she's got this giant fork from her wall. And the other thing is an <laughs> award or a can opener. Like, I can't tell yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think it's a, an award. Yeah. Kenneth is like, stop it. This is my fault, Miss Lemon, because I let it happen. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing, which was not said by Tracy Jordan. (laughs) Ask before you quote me. She's like, I don't know how, but you are going to get me another sandwich or I'm going to cut your face up so bad you'll have a chin. You'll all have chins. And then we go to Frank, basset hound face, fully retracting his neck. Kenneth, who never has a neck. And then Lutz, who's also just like quivering. (laughs) Love it. So the elevator. And now we're on floor 12, where it's a completely different voice. Again, it reminds me of Parks and Rec, where it's just like the place dreams go to die. And he comes out, and there's some like Madame X Madonna type person with an eye patch. The lights are flickering. Yeah. It's just like a disaster. Floor 12. 
Floor 12. Door closing. Jack decides to go see Don again. He's like, it's me again, sir. I thought you'd like this to This time he has bourbon or some alcohol. Yes, in a little brown paper bag. Yeah. The city's all silent and white. Wake up! <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> and then we see someone enjoying the snow a touch more as we go back to Lloyd. That's or what Floyd. that's their couple name. Lloyd. Liz and Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Intentional. Dapple. So we go back to Lloyd, time saver. And they're thanking global warming because it's snowing in May and that's cute, which makes sense. Like you have to have like a meet cute moment or some dramatic love declaration in inclement weather, whether it's a rainstorm or a snowstorm, just a storm, like storm from X-Men's there. Cool. Party. Anyway, so they're walking back to apartment. They're up (laughs) until 4 a.m. for the first time since Liz was in college, at least for her. And then we cut to her having a gay old time in college, creating some sort of map like Lord of the Rings themed. It feels very Dungeons and Dragons. I think orcs are... Well, actually, hold on. Orcs are in Lord of the Rings. Are they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they might also be in D&D. Well, it just says uh, orcs are also called greenskins, are a savage, warlike, green-skinned piece of humanoids who possess physiological features of both animals and fungi who are spread all across the Milky Way galaxy. Orcs. <laughs> orcs. <laughs> I also thought D&D, but... It's probably... No, it's probably D&D or something. Or she's, like, creating a computer game. I don't know. It's on graph paper. I was into it. And she's creating a trapdoor with more orcs, and she's like, this is really going to piss off. Samir, right? Is his <laughs> <Yes>. name? Yeah. <laughs> so having a lovely time, and it seems like he's about to head up to their place, but obviously this is a live lemon situation, so she's not going to, like, bang until it's the 18th date and they're already married. And Floyd's like, I have to go back to Cleveland because my flight's about to leave. Julie? I just, this whole thing is just (laughs) annoying. He really does have this flight because none of this adds up. Maybe as we talk it out, it'll make sense to me, but. It makes sense that there's a flight at 6.30 a.m. I know. We'll just keep going. He's like, my flight's in two hours. I'm sorry. I've got to go. You know, sometimes I really regret leaving New York. Like right now, for instance. Oh my God. And then she's there looking cute. And then he gets into that. Well, first they talk about Ikea, which becomes a major point of contention later in the episode. And there is still no Ikea in Cleveland. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. What does New York have that Cleveland doesn't? He's he's like, I read that you guys are getting an Ikea. It's like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. We've just been burned, They've been before. burned before. So he gets away. He leaves in a cab. And Liz Lemon, like from Floyd's perspective, Liz Lemon is just like mouthing wildly to no one because she's waving while saying, yeah, now turn back and look at me. boy, Eat it up, Cleveland. So... All Floyd sees is this crazy fucking woman who looks hot, just waving and being like, and then she freaks out. Oh God, youths! She runs. That inside. is the funniest line. It's the funny. It's just the funniest line. <laughs> it kills me every time when she's just like, "Well, youths." <laughs> A drinking contest? What am I, 12 and at my boyfriend's frat party? We need you, Jenna. Lutz can't drink because of his operation. Kenneth doesn't drink. Drinking's against my beliefs, like gambling or freeway driving. And I can't drink. I still got my Hollywood sock on. And I can't have booze because I'm on antibiotics after having some skanky club sex. He's on antibiotics because he lost his lucky penny and assumed it fell in his ear again. Shut up, Lutz. Your surgery was for an undescended testicle. Wrong again. It was for two undescended testicles. Okay, wait. So no one else is drinking against the Teamsters? It's only me? I'll do it. But only for the attention. Yes. So we're back in the hospital. 
Jack is still drinking. He's like, I'm losing it, Don. I mean, I've been walking the streets in this crazy snow trying to figure out who I am, where I fit in. Do I fit in? That's from fame. Um, It feels like the episode of uh, Happy Endings where Max is trying to figure out what gay is. And they go to all different types of clubs. It's like, am I a twink? Am I a bear? Am I a flamingo? Am I a chameleon? (laughs) Continue. (laughs) I even stopped to catch a snowflake with my tongue, but evidently that's some sort of sign in Chelsea. (laughs) Gay stuff! Just give me a sign. I've given everything to this company, but now I feel that maybe I should... Quit. Crumbles to the floor and quits. So dramatic. And then we have this ghostly angelic figure who's like, you have to leave. What? Visiting hours were over some time ago. Oh, no, he says. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And then he said, what happened to your voice? I was hit by lightning as a child. They made a movie about me. Powder. It features on Lifetime after the Vandershark story. Anyway, he's like, you have to leave. G-E. What did you say? I like how we just switch roles. What did you say? Geriatric extended care. That's what this wing of the hospital is called. I have to leave GE. So, major epiphany moment for Jack. He's dedicated his life to this, 22 years, to the Cindy Crawford of companies, and suddenly he's about to bounce out because Jack was given the job by Geis. Geis gets in a diabetic coma. Typical story. We've all been there. We're going to Liz's apartment. Her alarm is is honking that it's 9.30 a.m., and the radio says, after last night's freak snowfall, it's 90 degrees and humid. In other global, global warming, warming news, a tornado hit downtown Detroit, putting out several fires. See, sometimes it works out. So um, then Jenna calls and is like, which, thank God Jenna's back in action. She's been mi- sorely missed this season. Julie, put your tongue back in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how did it go with Floyd? And uh, Liz is like, that poor boy got lemoned. Hard, which is also a, a slang in Chelsea. So he started babbling about how he wished he'd never left New York. And then Jenna asked if she did the thing that she showed. And she was like, no, I did not come back from the bathroom and hand him my underwear. <laughs> which is how Jenna met the mobster. Right. Is that sexy? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I do not think so. I don't know. I'm guessing the guys in um, Promising Young Woman would think it was sexy. I mean, I guess it's sexy if you're, like, a woman who's handing panties and you don't just, like, pull your boxer briefs out and <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried it, though. Give it a shot when you get back out there. There we go. So next time Floyd brings some corn pone word we don't say anymore back to his apartment. Yeah, that was a yikes, but that was such a yikes. All he's got to be thinking is about me standing there in the snow looking at, like, the one who got away. She opens the door for her paper, and Floyd is there, and he yells, Crone! (laughs) (laughs) She does hiss at him, yeah. (laughs) That is, like, the most... Oh, God. This is comedy right here. You know, the old bait and switch. She leaves on a perfect note, but she can't have it. She's Liz Lemon. Well, now they're trying to figure out how to get Liz Lemon her sandwich. So they go visit the Teamsters, and uh, Tracy's like, I'll sing for them. They'll be honored that I'm even (laughs) talking to them. So that Brian Denny, he is the head of... The Teamsters Union. Do you guys know Brian Denny? Who that? Very famous. He recently passed away. Um, he's in a. Oh, he's in FX. He was a great actor. He's super old, but he's been in a million things. <laughs> that old soft shoe is coming around the bend. He's like, knock it off. Okay, you two kiss. You be the girl. <laughs> and who did you want to kiss again? It was Lutz and Frank. Yeah. Which honestly, I'm kind of into. I wish that was like. Because, like, Frank was gay for a second. 
They're so like, they just want one more fucking sandwich from the Teamsters. And right. they're not impressed by Tracy singing or Lutz and Frank's heterosexuality, which I get. Heterosexuality is frustrating. Um, and then they're like, you can just name the place. And the Teamsters respond with, Brian Dennehy responds with, now why would we want our secret place to become public knowledge and get overrun by a bunch of sissies? Yikes. <laughs> Fighting words. I know what driving the long haul is like, says uh, yeah. Lutz. It's Lutz. He's like, after my junior year at Oberlin, we road trip to South <laughs> by Southwest. <laughs> so they have to earn the knowledge. and Bible trivia? Is what Kenneth suggests. And no, it's a drinking contest tonight. What? Bum, bum, bum. Floyd enters Liz's apartment. They're both laughing. He's, she shakes her head out. And he's like, a Band-Aid just fell out of your hair. <laughs> Sexy. Sexy. And she's trying to regain composure. And she's like, this is fun. You're back. What happened? I hate this. So they flash to the airport where they are packing up. Good morning. I'm just checking in for flight 1876 to Cleveland. She's like, oh, no, we're canceled. He's like, canceled? You got to be kidding me. He's like, I want to check my uh, Julie, flight. She's like, you? oh, no, the airline is canceled. <laughs> did you Google the year 1876 to look for historical context? I did, I did not. It felt like something you would do. I was just asking. In 1876, Ulysses S. Grant was the president of these United States. There was no vice president. There weren't any airplane companies either, so. There was popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. This airplane company is shutting down. She's like, we still make the popcorn. And then she's like, hey, Karen, I hate your guts. <laughs> you know. All right, this is where everything goes off the rails for fucking Floyd. He's like, I'm sorry to bore joining on you like this. You know, my cell was dead because I didn't bring my charger. Uh, so then Liz flips the script. She's like, who was that bitch that answered your phone when I called eight months ago? Whoa! So this girl, what's her lower back tattoo? A Chinese character she thinks means for? peace, but it really means I have chlamydia. Like sick burn, but also, whoa, the girl did nothing wrong. The girl did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Liz. I'm glad you're bringing this up. She's like, oh, are you? He's like, yeah, I feel bad we never could talk about it. I didn't bring it up last night because we were having so much fun. I didn't want to ruin it. She's like, oh, okay. Liar! I turned full into Elle Woods Legally Blonde through chocolates at the TV. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot, and it's just, oh, shoot. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I got a flight. How's that possible? Because isn't your phone dead? Because you don't have a charger? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? So did he show up there just because they were friends now? Like, he didn't want to get any? I don't know what he's doing there. That is a great question, because if he's already at the airport, why would you not just, like, be at the airport, find another flight? You can buy a phone charger. I don't... Could you not in 2007? I'm sure you could. Was there no money? <laughs> so he's like, oh, it's in 40 minutes. I got to go. He's like, no, this is more important than me getting home or my partner meeting with Peter Venkman, which I immediately knew was Ghostbusters. So he turns it around on her. I believe we call this gaslighting now, or it's complete fucking bullshit. It makes her look do. crazy. Yeah. He's like, no, don't. She's like, no, don't do that. Just go. But you call me. He's like, I will. Or you could ride to the airport with me. Who the fuck wants to take a, a trip to the airport uh-uh. Uh-uh. in New York? He knows yeah. she's not coming. What an asshole. He like we did just watch Promising Young Woman, and he does feel like the Adam Brody character. All these nice guys who are like, no, no, I'll do it. Oh, you don't want to? Ah, bummer. All right. Slimy weasel. Yeah. Thanks a lot, white men. So she's like, no, it's okay. You go, and we'll talk. He's like, okay. He's like, wow, and I thought you were cool last night. I do uh, rock. Uh, yeah, I know. He did. And I love Floyd so much for a season. I know. Now, okay, I calm down. 
Emma and I almost called you Liz. Emma and Julie both just glared the hell out of me. You almost called me Liz. Um, so now we're in Jenna's office where they're trying to convince her to join them in the drinking contest. Frank is in a hat that says sumo dog on it. I'm sorry, her office? She doesn't do work. Jenna's dressing room, pardon me. <laughs> I have no idea why I was such a cynical bitch there. there was, that was uncalled for. There was no reason for that. She says, a drinking contest? What am I, 12 at my boyfriend's frat party? We need you, Jenna. Lutz can't drink of his operation. Kenneth doesn't drink. Drinking's against my beliefs, says Kenneth. Like gambling or freeway driving. <laughs> I can't drink because I still got my Hollywood sock on. And I can't have booze because I'm on antibiotics after having some skanky club sex. Which is a lie, Frank. He's on antibiotics as he lost his lucky penny and assumed it fell in his ear. Shut Again. up, Lutz. Which reminds me of a story about myself, surprisingly. I, when I was uh, in treatment at a psychiatric center for a couple weeks in 2011, great times, I was very bored and, you know, not doing great. And I lost a button inside my ear. And I had to go to the little medical wing, but they weren't there. So then I had to trade with this girl who had schizophrenia for some tweezers that she smuggled in to extricate it from my ear. Really? It was very, yeah, no, this was super girl interrupted. You got it out This is a real story. I got it out with my tweezers that I borrowed from Name Redacted. How small was this button? So it was a button on my shirt and I bit it because, I don't know, I was trying to escape. (laughs) Um, <laughs> from your shirt? Yeah, from my shirt. Um, so, I don't know. I was just, like, teething on it, some nervous tick stuff, and then it fell out. And for some reason, I was like, I'm going to put this in my ear. Guys, I was <laughs> – the doctor said I was using about 50% of my brain because I was so dangerously underweight and also just, like, ravaged by mental illness. Did you guys know that Nick used to be super, <laughs> super thin? Dangerously. <laughs> More dangerous than that because – Lutz's surgery was for an undescended testicle. He's like, wrong again. It was for two undescended testicles. I was telling someone the other day who didn't realize that testicles could move up in your body. That lucky person. You ruined their life. Now they know. <laughs> I was like, how do you think drag queens duck? Oh, ouch. It's uncomfortable just sitting here talking about it. And I don't have any. <laughs> He's like, okay, really wait. So no one else. And Jenna says, this is the all-time Nick line of all times. <laughs> okay, wait. So no one else is drinking against the Teamsters? It's only me? I'll do it but only for the attention. <laughs> this is why I'm Jenna and you're Liz. A hundred percent, I would say that. And probably have. So Jack comes in looking for Liz, pathetically. Is Liz around? I haven't seen her, sir. Tell her I need her. I'll be on 12 the rest of the day. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, um, hey, can you make the Teamsters tell us where you get those sandwiches? And Jack is like, no, no, only if you beat them in a drinking contest. It's in their contract. So now Liz is walking in the park with weights in her hands, which is just bizarre. And she sees Floyd eating a sandwich on a bench, reading well, a magazine. Well, let's talk about her pump-up music while she's exercising as a bitch a by bitch, Meredith Brooks. I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Floyd is such a piece of baby shit that instead of dealing with Liz, he's sitting in a park bench, eating an ice cream cone, reading a magazine. He worked in New York. He lived in New York. He doesn't know anyone but Liz? Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, make, it doesn't sense. make sense. Where's yeah. Liz Lemler? Go bother her. <laughs> or someone Ooh. you didn't date. <laughs> right. So Liz puts all the pieces together, and she's just like, you can see she's like that math meme where there were just like geometry shapes in front of her. And she's like, wait. A beautiful no mind comes was together. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, oh my God, there was no flight. Paul Bentney, and she's like, you never get any older. 
Um, okay, can we fast forward to us being best friends again? Yes. <laughs> so she, you're right. You were saying it. She put it all together. There's no flight, was there? He's like, not at that time, no. But I do have one tonight. She's like, you lied to me. He's like, I just don't want to talk about that stuff. We just fast forward being friends again. So she punches in the chest, but she's got weights in her hand, so I'm sure it does hurt. She's like, your cell phone was dead. You faked that email. Peter Venkman, that's from the Ghostbusters. You used Ghostbusters for evil. I'm glad we didn't talk talk about about that girl because you're a liar. And he's like, you know what? Okay, fine. You want some honesty? I don't know what girl you're talking about, Liz. I'm single. I'm a lawyer. I wear nice coats. I'm the Michael Clayton of Cleveland, which great movie. So does that that mean he's just sleeping with hundreds of women? So he has no idea which one it was? 100% that's what that means, yeah. Such a douchebag. You are not all that in a bag of chips, Lloyd. No, you're barely a bag of that. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, well, I hope your car blows up. He's like, you made a choice. I asked you to come to Cleveland with me. You nut job. I'll move to Cleveland when you get that Ikea. Never. (laughs) It's like, don't you deprive the good people of Cleveland and Ikea. You are vindictive, Liz Lemon. Uh, Also, to date... 2021, there's still no Ikea in Cleveland, but they do have nearby ones in Columbus and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Again, with the gaslighting, he's like, this was your decision. You made this happen. You didn't come with me to Cleveland. So I obviously had to fuck every single girl. Happens. Or man, I don't know. I might like him more if, you know, they're all bisexual. But why bother her? If you don't want to sleep with her, you don't want to just like leave her alone. Well, so what I think happened was he was so enraptured by her the night before. This was an excuse to be like, well, I've got some time to kill. I would really like to hook up again. He didn't handle it very well. Well, no, of course not. He should have skipped the flight and had sex and got another flight home. The Peter Bankman thing was a lie anyway. Yeah. So now we're down with the teensters and Jenna (laughs) is taking shots and she's like, come on, you guys. You guys do one. She's like, I've had 10 shots. They're like, you've only had five shots. She's like, no, today. I've had 10 shots today. <laughs> Second favorite line. <laughs> you fought a hell of a good fight, Bondi, but you can't win. And then, oh my God, it's like a dramatic score for the scene where everyone's down for the count. And there's some dramatic violin music that's like, what? and the reinforcements come in and they are swift. Frank finds his lucky penny. It's not in his ear. He's good to go. Yo, hey, says Tracy. The battery's dead on his ankle bracelet, his Hollywood bracelet. He's good to go. And then alcohol. Kenneth realizes this isn't alcohol. It's hill people juice. He's been drinking it since he was a baby. Swarm. We're back in action. So now she goes to her desk and Liz sees she's got her new sandwich. She's like, how'd they do that? Flashback, everyone's drunk. Jenna's sitting on Brian Dennehy's lap singing Danny Boy. Ugh, her pipes, her pipes are sickening. Here comes in little defeated Jack. He's like, so should I ask why you're showing up for work at 630? He's like, I was... He's like, Lemon, we should talk. And she can't stand his brow beating anymore. She just breaks. Fine, (laughs) Floyd was in town and it was awful. It started out great and then it was awful and now it's over. What happened? She said he lied about going to the airport. And I said he opened eyes in a car explosion. She goes, full Jerry Seinfeld. Lemon, life is about minimizing regrets. You never know when someone's going to slip into a coma and leave you regretting all the things you didn't say or get in writing from the company's lawyers. Relatable. And then he's like, what I'm trying to say is your pregnant, pregnant pause. Young? And you still haven't blown it completely. How sweet. All right? So I'm going to barely stutter out young. And then qualify my compliment. So don't start now. She's like, oh, I hate going to the airport. So she's running in the airport and she sees a, a man and says, Floyd, Floyd. He turns around, not Floyd. She's like, oh, sorry. I need the cheapest ticket you have going anywhere. 
and then Going she anywhere. the role of Julie post pandemic is played by Liz in that moment because she has no patience and she's like because ah. she's typing so slowly. So then she gets to TSA and the agent's like, "What's in your bag?" She's like, "A uh, sandwich and some dipping sauce." She's like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> that is more than three ounces. You can't bring that past here." She's like, no, look, I just need to catch up with this guy before he gets on this plane to Cleveland. She says, that's sort of a cliche. And then Liz says, you're sort of a cliche, which I say all the time. Whenever anybody <laughs> says something I find annoying, you know, they're like, well, that's super annoying. I'm like, you're annoying. Or the phone's ringing. I'm like, your phone's ringing. I didn't know I got that from here, but I'd love to do that. You're sort of a cliche. One way ticket to Montreal, crazy eyes. I should detain you. Probably should. Oh, she should have detained it. <laughs> so she has to make a choice. She's like, I can catch up with Floyd to get to Cleveland, or I can save my sandwich. And then, typical is, she can have it all. So in an agonizing, like, 20 straight seconds, she full-on deep throats the sandwich like Lutz did to his. It's a and single it like take. The camera never leaves her. She's already I got know. a mouthful of food. She may not swallow it all, but she legit gets that whole GD sandwich in her <laughs> mouth. And you know what's funny? When she was nominated for an Emmy, that was the clip they played. She won. She won <laughs> when, when, for this episode. Yeah, but when they're doing the, like, uh, the here's the 30-second reel of all these people performing, that was hers. And she was just like, <laughs> It's so impressive. Because, you know, I hate the Gilmore Curls because they're always like, we're so skinny, but we eat, like, 40,000 tons of gummy bears, and let's get the red vines, and don't forget the whipped cream. And you're like, listen, you ladies don't eat it all, and you know it. And Tina Fey has been on Weight Watchers, but obviously loves the food because she puts that sandwich in <laughs> her mouth. Yeah, and then she eats foil. The t- TSA lady's like, God, lady, you're eating foil. <laughs> now she sees a man of color and also yells, Floyd, Floyd. Not Floyd. I do love her run. It's very sort of like Phoebe from Friends, where it's just like, huh, yeah, huh, yeah. She's like, I don't want your car to explode, and I don't want you to go into a coma, and I don't want to stab you in the face with a fork. He looks bewildered, and she's like, oh, that's not you. I've been threatening a lot of people lately. <laughs> He's like, Liz, I'm really sorry about what happened, you know. Are we at the part where we can just become friends again? Fast no, forward. you have to apologize for being an asshole. Sorry. <laughs> uh, seriously, right? Yeah. She's like, I came to the airport for you, didn't I? And I wolfed my Teamster sub for you. Wait, no, is that a saying? <laughs> in Chelsea. Don't worry about it. The script here says that they say final boarding call for flight 254, but the truth is he says final blurging call. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. Look at us. Also, <laughs> do you know about... <laughs> that was about us. <laughs> that was about us. What about us? <laughs> what about on the... So he says, I gotta go. He's like, oh, I still have your key. And she's like, we should keep it. I mean, if you want to. You never know. He's like, yeah. You never know. See you around, Liz. Lemon. And then we cut to MSNBC in the background where this news anchor is like, MSNBC has confirmed that former GE executive Jack Donaghy will be named by President Bush as a new Homeland Security Director of Crisis and Weather Management. And the scroll underneath says, mysterious traveler from the future, but it doesn't say anything else. <laughs> so this segues into the final episode of season two, which is Cooter, where Jack goes to D.C., so uh, good. Oh, I was wrong. So it's late. Right after that part is when the guy says flight 31 to Montreal is now blurging. Sorry. Well, let's, let's go over my quick notes that are left. So this episode earned Tina Fey, the primetime Emmy award for outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. <laughs> Sandwich day in 30 rock felt a lot like pretzel day on the office. Yep. Fair. 
Also, the creepiness of the 12th floor feels a lot like the 4th floor in Parks and Rec. Good job, Nick. Crushed it. <laughs> the sandwich shop that inspired this is an actual shop in Hoboken, New Jersey. Huh. The sandwich itself is a long Italian loaf, roast beef <laughs> made in-house at Fiore's, I have fresh mozzarella also made in-house, roasted red peppers, and a side of gravy made from the roast beef strippings. So good you could drink it. Mm. <laughs> Just like we said, Oshu. Uh, um, God bless you. And the uh, last it. thing is, oh, the Oshu? actress who plays the TSA agent who's annoying her is the same actress that criticized Liz when she gave blood in season one for wanting to break up with Dennis. Ooh. Things that are learned on the audio commentary, which I will not have to steal from this boy for much longer because my <laughs> DVDs are on the way. <laughs> also, she was Luann in Boardwalk Empire. I've never watched Boardwalk Empire. Neither did I. I read it on IMDb. <laughs> anyway, okay. should we go to the chat? Let's do it. Let's rate this episode. Oh, my God. Whoa. <gasps> I did perfect. <laughs> nope. Almost. I'm really close. I'm with a 94. And Nick way over the top of the 98. I mean, let's be real. There's lots of boring parts. And then I hit the nail on the head with the perfect score of 94. <laughs> no, this is one of my all-time favorite episodes. I guess at 98. Yeah, 98. Well, this was a super fun episode, even though I do not like Jason Sudeikis, for he is a liar. <laughs> anyway, so thank you for joining us for this podcast. It's been a blast recapping a near-perfect episode with a perfect girl who has perfect scores. <laughs> Check us out at TakesPod.com. You can see our other podcast, Takes All Over the Place. You can check us out on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Tell all your friends. Listen up. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>